Guten Erev Shabbos, Guten Chodesh. Hope you had a wonderful, uplifted Pesach. Here we are, Parashas Tazir, Mitzvah, double Parsha, big Parsha, packed. But the main focus is on the different Ngaim, the Tzaras, Lashon Hara. So I'd like to hone in on that Indian. At the end of Parshas Tazriya, the Pasuk tells us as follows, This is the procedure, Zois Teras is connoting a lotion of like a summary, this is a recap of everything that we said. If you have a nega that goes onto wool or linen or any article of skin, for Tara or for Tumah. The Gemara in Nazir picks up on this surprising order in choice of words. The Taroi or the Tamai. First the Pasuk chose Tahar, and then it chose Tumah. The Gemara asks that if this is the Parsha of Tumah, wouldn't it have made more sense for this Pasuk, the Pasuk which is summarizing all the Dinim, all the Halachas of Tzaras, it should have said, L'tumah or L'tairah. First it should have said for Tumah, and then Tara. But for some reason, the Pasuk chose L'tairah or L'tamah. First purity, and then impurity. So based on this, the Gemara conclusively rules, Safik Nigaim Tahar. That if a person is Tahar, and he discovers a nega, until he actually goes to the Kain and the Kain pronounces him, paskins him as Tame, until then he remains status quo in his Cheska's Tahara. That's how the Gemara in Nazir rules. Rav Meisha Feinstein in Sefer Koram tells us that this is side of Safik and Gaim Tar, that we leave people with their Pashtas of Tara, is not a rule that's exclusively said in Nigaim. Rather, it's a fundamental, it's a concept that we must apply to our own lives, and especially, although certainly we're not supposed to judge others, and we're supposed to mind our own business and more about ourselves than our own Avedis Hashem, but the way we look, Lamaisa, at other people. Many times, we can question ourselves, we can question others with the way we're fearing zuch, with the way we accustom ourselves in different areas of Avedis Hashem, in our shkafas, in the way we do mitzvahs, in the way we adhere to halacha, in the way we are mechanach our children. Any and all facets of Yiddishkeit. There's many, many different ways. There's trial and error. And we're all lamaisa on a mission. We're all on a journey. We're all striving for the highest. And even though sometimes it doesn't appear like that, even in ourselves, we wonder, like, what are we doing? Where are we getting to... The journey is never-ending, it's long, it's unclear, it's confusing. We tried this, we tried that, and we don't see results, we don't feel success. Or we look at others, we look at our brother, our sister, our neighbor, our friend. We think to ourselves, don't you know? I spoke to my Shashiva, I spoke to my Rav, this is the way it's done. This is the way it's got to be. We have this Gemara, we have this Yisoyed, Safik, Negaim, Tar. Every Yid has a Chesis Kashus, has a Tzal Malikim, has a Ratzin and a Chuka ultimately to be close to the Rabbani Shalom, to do the right thing. And we have to just do our best. We have to do our job. We have to do our Heshtadlus and ultimately leave the, leave the rest up to Hashem. And that's the Yisoyed. That's how we apply it to our own lives.
We know Yeshaya Novi says, All you, all of Klai Yisrael, you have an Neshama, you have Ruach Kim, you're pumped with Kedusha, your essence is Tar, your essence is Ruchnius. And sometimes we feel that we're removed, that we're distant from this concept, but nevertheless, it's a truth, it's the way Hashem created the world, the Amech Tzadikim, we all have this Kedusha in us, our neighbor, our sister, our brother that we think is lost, doesn't have it right, is not doing it our way. It's okay. It's not my way or the highway. There's many different ways to Hatzlacha. There's many ways to achieve Kedusha, Vitaira, closeness, and a Kesra with Rebbeinu Shalalem. And at the end of the day, everyone has this Cheska's Taira. Not only the Mitzrayah, not only the one that saw the Nega, but each and every individual, each and every Yid has this Cheska's Taira. And we mustn't forget that for ourselves and especially for others. And we have to live our lives always remembering this. In Parshas Mitzrayah, which mainly deals with the Isra of Lashon Hara, the Rambam writes, Amru Chacham, Shal Shaveris Nefram in Adam, we know that there's Gimla Veris Chamurus, there's three cardinal sins, but says the Rambam, something that you may never have known, but it's a Rambam, in Hilchus Deus, Paragzayan Halacha Gimel, which is, here we go, the Lashon Hara, Keneged Kulam. The Isser of Lashon Hara is Keneged Kulam. So we're all busy, we always know, oh, the Gimla Veris Chamurus, they're terrible, and we all. You know, we lead our lives knowing to stay very, very far, never to come close to these Averis. But for some reason, Lashon Hara has forgotten that it's Keneged Kulam. The Ramam doesn't say that it's worse than one of them. He says it's worse than all of them put together. So we know the famous Shlah that says that by Yom Toivim, it's a time to tap into the Kedusha that happened at the time of the Antif, at the time of Pesach, it's a time we can tap into those Nisim into the Siyata Dishmaya, Parshas Mitzayra, when we read the Parshas, we're supposed to strengthen ourselves in the Indian of Lashon Hara. And remember, this Rambam, Lashon Hara Kenegi Kulam, we all know it's all deeply ingrained into our minds, into our hearts, and we, Chas would never even think about any of these Averis, the Gimel Averis Chamuris, we all talk about them. Lashon Hara is Kenegi Kulam, but nevertheless, even for this terrible, atrocious Aver of Lashon Hara, the Torah does give a remedy. And the Torah says, what do you do? You take two birds, the Kayin shall take two live birds, cedar wood, crimson, and hyssop, one to be bought, and one to be purified. So Rashi says, what's the Indian, what's the reason in the Shni Tailas? Zakrashi, Mata Kanose Visrape, Yashpil Atzmai. Rashi explains that the reason why Dafka, this Mitzayr, the person that slandered his friend, he takes he takes the hyssop and the crimson is because this will bring him to be Yashpil Atzmai, to lower himself, to get rid of his gaiva. So the question is, what, what does gaiva have to do with Lashon Hara? So to that, the answer is simple. The answer is that the only reason, the only way a person could come to say Lashon Hara is if he believes in himself. He believes in that the whatever good that he sees in himself is 
him, it's it's his own might that brought him to this good. He becomes gaivadik, he becomes haughty. And only because of that, he's able to say, oh, I'm great, I'm awesome. And my friend who's not as great and awesome as me, I'm going to put him down, I'm going to slander him, I'm going to ba'avel him. So, Zak Rashi, Rashi tells us that the yisoid, the underlying midah, the core negative attribute and trait of the Baalashon of this Mitzorah, is his gaiva, is his haughtiness, is his covet that infiltrated, seeped into his head. And Itaka thought he's great. He didn't realize that it was just the matana from Hashem. And therefore, he has to bring these telas ve'ezov in order to crush in order to remind him that he's not so great, in order to remind him that he's nothing greater than Shni Teilas. Teilas is from the Lashon of Teilaya, like a worm. And when he brings these to the Kayin, he'll remember, oh, I'm not so great. I'm not as great as I thought. And I shouldn't have said Lashon Hara because at the end of the day, Hashem created everybody with their Midas, with their Tehunas, with their characteristics. And I am no one to put anyone down. We're all the same. It's all God-given. And who am I? And that's why he brings these Karbanas. The Mishnah in Perkyavis says, Heavy ma'oid ma'oid Be an exceeding shvaruach. Make yourself very, very low. The Rambam on the Mishnah in Pirsha Mishnayis explains that even though in Hilchas Deis the Rambam, talking about himself, wrote that by all other midas, by all other bad attributes, a person has to slowly move away from the bad midah. But when it comes to gaiva, you have to be extreme. You have to go to the other side completely. And the reason is, says the Rambam, because this Avera of Lashon Hara is the most grave, terrible, brazen Avera of all Averas, because ultimately it's your Gaiva, it's your covered, and ultimately the core of that is a lack of Betachon, it's a lack of Hashem. And that's why the Rambam writes that a person who says Lashon Hara is Kaifer Be'ikr. It's a very strong Lashon, it's as if he doesn't believe in the Rabbani Shalom. A person who says Lashon Hara, yes. It's as if he does not believe in the Rabbani Shalom. And as we explained, the reason is because you're believing in yourself. You're believing that you're great. And who are you to say Lashon about someone else? Hashem creates the world. Hashem is moving all the pieces. And if you don't like something, you don't like someone, who are you? And that's why a person who says Lashon Hara, Sakta Rambam, is a Kaifer Be'ikr. And therefore, the only way to uproot this terrible Midah is as Rashi told us, is with Shiflus, is with lowering ourselves down, and making Hashem greater in our eyes, and realizing that He's the Kol and we're nothing. And that's the only way, that's the only remedy, and that's why the Baal Lashon Hara brings these Karbanas, to remind Him of this truth. And that's Pshad in the Mishnah, of course, heavy Me'oid Me'oid Shvaruach. It's not enough to be a little bit of a Shvaruach, it's not enough to distance yourself a little bit from this Avera, and that's why the Mishnah and Ovis says, heavy Me'oid Me'oid Shvaruach. I want to conclude with an amazing story I saw. The Indian of Shiflos, the Indian of Gaiva. Once, Reb Chaim Velazhin and his brother, Reb Zalman, were walking and they reached an inn and the innkeeper came, cursed them, made fun of them. And after all, he didn't even give them a room in the inn. They left and Reb Chaim Velazhin was shocked when he found his brother, Reb Zalman, crying. And he went to his brother, he said, Reb Zalman, my entire brother, are you so sensitive to the words of the innkeeper? You're a big tzaddik. You're a tamil chacham. You're a shamayim. How could it be that it's futile, silly, trivial, meaningless words had any effect on you? You know your greatness. You know you're a tzaddik. 
Why on earth are you crying? And to this, Rabbi Zalman Velazhna responded, he said, I'm not crying from the words of the innkeeper. Of course those didn't hurt me. I'm crying that they had even the slightest effect that I should think twice about my greatness, that I should think twice about my covet. I'm crying that such a thought even crept into my mind. And for that I cry. We spoke about Safek Negam Tar. We spoke about the Cheskas, Kashas, the Tyra, the Kedusha of every Yid. We should all remember that for ourselves and for others. We spoke about the Amech Kulam Tzadikim, how each one of us, the essence of each and every Yid, is exploding with Kedusha, is exploding with Ruchnius. And that's deep down what we all want. And lastly, we spoke about Lashon Hara. We spoke about its severity. We spoke about its and how much we have to distance ourselves from that. And of course, we spoke about shiflos and gaiva. We spoke about how when we're mashful ourselves, when we lower ourselves down, we're ultimately bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu up. May we all be zeicheh to reach the underlying yisait of all of these different inanim that we spoke about, which is kirvas Hashem, which is getting closer to the Bani Shalom and always merit to see and feel his love and kindness. I thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Gebench de Chaydish and a good Shabbos.